My name's Chantel. And I'm Meg. Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill, or your commute to work, we are so happy you're here. If you're back listening to us from our previous episode, or if it's your first time tuning in to Mind to Muscle, thank you. Okay, guys, episode two, we're back. So exciting. And today, the title of our episode is Self-Love Isn't Selfish, which is a very, very important topic to both of us. And I think hopefully it's about to be a very important topic to all of you too. Absolutely. And I I do feel like self-love can be very undermined and people don't realize the, the benefit of it. People don't realize the benefit of it. And I feel like there's kind of this idea of you're so self-absorbed or you're so vain if you love yourself or yeah, and people people do feel like they can't love themselves because they're a little nervous or afraid of what other people will think. Exactly, for exactly. And the norm is kind of just to self-deprecate. Yeah, like, which, we make jokes out of it now. You, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yes, and so both of us believe that self-love is pretty much the core to achieving any dream that you have, any mm-hmm. goal that you have. It's the core to living the life that you have always wanted to live. It starts by loving yourself. It's the core to happiness too. It really is the core to happiness. And we're going to dive into why it's so important and four different ways that you can go about falling in love with yourself and treating yourself with self-respect and self-love and self-care and hopefully... You guys will start loving yourself too after this. Yeah. And our goal today is if you can just take one thing away from this episode and implement it in a small little habit every day, we will be so happy. We'll be so happy and you'll be so happy. You'll be so happy with yourself. Absolutely. So let's just kick it off with our first point, First point, which is self-love is sometimes doing the things we don't want to do. Isn't that true yeah we love this one we are so conditioned to believe that self-love is eating that extra slice of pizza that you've been craving or allowing yourself to sleep in the morning because you're feeling tired or whatever it may be some sort of something that isn't the greatest for us that gives us temporary pleasure we are telling ourselves that that is self-love. And sometimes it is. Absolutely. For sometimes sure. it is, but it isn't always. Sometimes self-love is doing the things that you don't want to do. Doing things you don't want to do so that your future self will be happy. So example, putting a glass of water in front of your coffee machine in the morning just so you drink that water yeah. right away when you wake up. You won't want to do it at first, but once you start doing it, you will feel so much better. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody that doesn't really treat yourself with any respect or show yourself any form of self-love right now, a great place to start is by just thinking about doing something that will make future you happy. That's so like right. you said, Chantal, leaving a cup of water beside the coffee machine before you go to bed, or maybe it's cleaning your kitchen before you go to bed because you know you in the morning is going to appreciate that you're waking up to a clean kitchen. Exactly. You right now doesn't want to clean the kitchen. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. But in the morning, you will be so happy you did that last night. And another one is meal prepping some of your meals for the week. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of the times we don't want to do that or we're a little too busy and it feels like an extra chore. But when you do it and you go to work and you have that lunch already made and you don't have to worry about what you're going to pack and what you're going to eat, it's so refreshing. It's such a nice, rewarding feeling. Right? And it just like, it's such a relief and rewarding, like you said. And because you gave yourself that feeling by meal prepping all of your lunches on the weekend, Mm -hmm. you are showing yourself love. If your partner or if your mom made you a lunch every single day to go to work, you would think that they're showing you love. Yeah, they're showing you their way of love. They're nurturing you. Mm -hmm. Do that for yourself. Exactly. It's so easy to show yourself love. I think that we make it out to be very intimidating. Um, But self-love can be something as simple as drinking a glass of water. Definitely. To hydrate your body and that shows your body that you love it and that you care about it. Mm -hmm. And doing little things that you don't want to do, to me personally, becomes a lot easier when I start thinking of them as self-love. Like drinking enough water in a day can be difficult for me. But when I think like I am gifting my body this glass of water, this Mm -hmm. cold glass of water, it's so good for it. It's going to make me feel so good. Let me tell you, it makes drinking a glass of water a heck of a lot easier. So much easier. It feels like a treat. It's more enjoyable too, right? It's a treat. Like it totally is. I think most of us know by now what a mantra is. I think it's become a household word by this time, whether or not you use them. But for those of you that don't know what a mantra is, the actual definition, it originates from Buddhism and it's a word or sound repeated to aid concentration or meditation. So for example, I am strong. Like such a simple mantra. Yeah. But by saying it, it helps you aid in concentration. It can help relax you. Mm-hmm. It can it help you. It reminds you that you are strong. Exactly. Okay. They're so helpful. And I feel like some of us think that they're very silly. Yeah, a lot of people, when they're not familiar with them, can find them quite silly, you know, like even I think no matter what, the first time anyone hears them, they're like, what the heck is this? What do you mean? We know we're strong. We know we're worthy. We know we're this and that, right? But Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you don't think you're strong. Maybe, maybe you don't. True. Yeah. Very true. You can also have mantras in a negative way, right? Like mm-hmm. some people will say to themselves, I am not strong mm-hmm. or I am so unhappy or I am so weak. And that will make your mind believe that you are those things. So it's the same thing when we tell ourselves, I am strong, I am worthy, I am beautiful, um, you will start believing that. 100% you will. And it can feel silly because a lot of the times when we start saying mantras, or not even when we start, when we're saying them, more often than not, we are saying these mantras in a time that we don't believe them. So it feels difficult to sit there and tell yourself, I am beautiful, I am strong, I'm confident if you don't believe those things. Exactly. But once you do get the hang of doing that, I find anyways, I'm sure you can relate, Meg. It's such a like sense of calmness that Mm -hmm. it brings me. Like when I am feeling overwhelmed or I'm upset about something and I just repeat our mantras to myself, it really calms me down and helps me like bring me back to my feet, bring me back to where I am and just remind myself that I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Exactly. It can be such a grounding thing to do in a really stressful time. And not only does it bring you a sense of calming, but mantras actually work. They're so much more than just 
silly phrases that we say to ourselves, which let me just say, I don't believe they're silly. I think they're so powerful. powerful. But I do understand why they can feel silly and seem silly because let me tell you, I've been there. I for sure felt that before I started repeating mantras to myself. But we aren't deeply educated on this. So if you are interested in the science behind it, we do recommend that you do your own research. But your subconscious brain begins to believe what your conscious brain tells it. That's right. So if you are repeating this to yourself over and over and over again, regardless of if you don't believe it yourself, when you wake up tomorrow and decide you're going to start implementing mantras, give it two weeks Mm -hmm. and you will. And stay consistent with it. Mm -hmm. It's science. It's science. It's science and it will all just start coming together. Exactly. And what's it going to hurt you not to try? Exactly. I know you think it's silly, but no one's going to hear you saying this. You can say it literally when you're by yourself, when you are going to bed, when you wake up in the morning, when you're driving. You can say it in your head. It doesn't have to be out loud. Exactly. That's very true. Out loud is, I feel like, very beneficial because you are really hearing yourself say it. Yes. I was just going to say I do love saying it out loud. But like some people, if you are in a moment, like I said earlier, where you're in a moment of stress or feeling overwhelmed and you feel like these help you, you can say them. 100% and in your, head. <laughs> in your head. But they are so helpful. And if you stick around until the end of our episode, we have a few mantras that are really, really important to us that we want to share with you guys. Yeah, we put them together. They're our favorite mantras and we would love to share them. And yeah. I know, I remember it being very daunting when I wanted to start incorporating mantras into my day-to-day, which was, let me say, very recently, like within a couple Mm -hmm. of months. Yeah, me too. And it can feel very intimidating knowing what to say to yourself. Where do I start? What do I want to tell myself? Oh, absolutely. So hopefully these mantras that we're going to close out with today can be helpful for you guys. And And a starting point. Yeah. We like to look at it as like a little guide. Exactly. To you. Exactly. To just help you on your little mantra journey. You can have any mantras you want, but these will be a great starting point. And another good thing to mention about mantras before we move on is you are repeating mantras to yourself at all times, whether they're positive or negative. Well, and that's exactly what we were touching on earlier, right? Mm -hmm. You can do this in a negative way too. Yeah. Very easily. So that's why it's so important to really pay attention to how we're speaking to ourselves. Exactly. Because your brain is listening. I mean, of course it is. That sounds silly, but it is listening. It really is listening. It really is listening. And your mentality has the ability to change your life, which. When you touch on that, Meg, that literally brings us to point number three Mm -hmm. that we have is your mentality is your reality. Which is so true. What you believe and what you think and your your mind frame, whether it's positive or negative, will shape your life. And I feel like that sounds very deep, a lot deeper than it really is. Yeah. Um, But you have a great example, Chantal. When you wake up and you're having a bad day, what happens? Oh my gosh, like 90% of us, I swear, wake up, we're having a bad day, we stub our toe on the end of our bed, we spill our toothpaste on our shirt. Mm -hmm. Then we go downstairs and we spill our coffee. We get a text from our boss saying, your first client canceled or whatever the case may be, but I promise you, you will hit every red light on your way to work. You will go to order a coffee to try to make yourself feel better and the coffee will be wrong. It's just you waking up with a negative mentality that's setting your day to be negative. Mm-hmm. 
it's wild because it's so true. If you wake up and you stub your toe and you just chuckle at it, mm-hmm. you laugh and you're like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever, ow, rub it a little bit and move along and you just don't even dwell on it and you just keep going, I promise you it will be such a better day. And so much better of a day. If you do not allow these minor inconveniences in your life, like the saying, don't sweat the small things and they're all small things. If you start to believe that, you will watch your bad days slowly diminish before your eyes. Exactly. And this, I believe, takes a bit of practice. Oh, it takes a lot of practice. Because we all just are geared to think negatively, unfortunately. Like it's just, it's just how the world is. Mm -hmm. Like we turn on the TV, the news is on and it's just, you don't get any happy news from the news. So uh, my biggest advice is turn off the news. (laughs) (laughs) But this isn't about the news. So, (laughs) but truly like it takes practice. It takes time. But once you start realizing in yourself and to yourself, and recognizing the negative thoughts that you're having, you can stop them and you can turn them around. And it's actually quite magical when you realize and recognize yourself doing it. Mm -hmm. And another good example that really kind of puts this into perspective, which the perspective I'm trying to focus on is that your brain, your eyes will see what your brain is thinking about. Mm -hmm. So you just walked out of the Nissan dealership with your brand new car and now all of a sudden every single car on the road is a Nissan and you've never noticed Nissans before because you've never driven one before but now that you're thinking about it you're noticing them everywhere yeah it's the law of attraction that's right the way that you think is what you attract well that's exactly it right like and and that goes negatively Mm -hmm. it it can go the other way Mm -hmm. it doesn't it's not always good things you don't think of good and attract good if you think of bad you're attracting bad absolutely yes like i can't say that enough energy is so contagious and and this goes for literally everything in your life Mm -hmm. like you have a stomach ache and you dwell on your stomach ache guess what it's not going to feel better you're not going to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. your stomach ache is going to be the worst stomach ache of your life because you're sitting there complaining about it and not taking action on it you know yeah exactly and i'm not sure if anybody listening to this podcast would know who mel robbins is oh my girl i know she's so <laughs> mel are you listening we i know you're you. not <laughs> you know what one day maybe one day you. maybe one day down the road freaking life-changing if you guys have not listened to mel robbins do your, just seriously do yourself a favor and go <laughs> she really is so incredible and she has something called the confidence anchor mm-hmm. yes which is amazing it's kind of five steps to being able to own in on something that you're feeling insecure or stressed about mm-hmm. which kind of relates into your mentality being your reality so i put this into practice one day when i was going to the gym It was shortly after Christmas, and if anybody knows what the gym is like after Christmas, it is mayhem. And I remember going in and feeling so nervous and so stressed because the last time I had been at the gym, which was just a few days prior, it was so busy. And I went in and I couldn't get anything. I couldn't work out with any of the machines that I was hoping for. I got so stressed, so in my head, I felt so overwhelmed, and I walked out and I left. And this is this was only about a month ago let me say like I still have those days oh where my gosh, don't we all yeah it <laughs> don't doesn't you don't you don't start going to the gym and then just never ever feel overwhelmed there ever again it will happen so I left and then I listened to Mel Robbins confidence anchor podcast mm-hmm. in between and 
she pretty much talked about a lot about how your mentality is your reality. And I put it into play when I went to the gym the next time a couple of days later. I told myself it might be busy in there, but it's incredible if it is because there are so many people that are wanting to better themselves mentally and physically. I will do the absolute best with my workout. I will try to get in everything that I can. And I went into the gym and everything I needed was available for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to skip any workout that I wanted to do. I hit a PR. For those that don't know what PR means, it is a personal record. So I was able to lift heavier weight than I was ever able to lift in the past. And I walked out of there beaming because I was able to create my own reality by shifting my mentality. Which is phenomenal. Like I really wish everyone listening right now could see my face because I'm (laughs) truly listening to Meg say all that and beaming ear to ear because... That's perfect proof of your mentality being your reality. Exactly. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's so incredible. Your brain truly controls your entire life. And the way you think, the way you talk to yourself every day, it's just… The way you talk to others. Yeah, exactly. The way you treat your, your loved ones around you. The things that you allow yourself to put up with yeah everything is self-love whether it's choosing like we said to drink a glass of water or choosing to leave a toxic relationship and no longer allow yourself to be treated that way everything that we do is an opportunity to treat ourselves with self-love and that's exactly it and that should be how you that should be the anchor behind any decision that you make yeah you really need to stop for a minute before you decide to act on something negatively and remember that. Mm -hmm. You really do. Yeah. Which leads us into our next point, which is that you are your home. And I know that sounds so simple. No, it's it's not. But it's It's, so deep. And honestly, it makes me, it fills my heart with warmth because it like, anytime I say that, it gives me such a deeper appreciation for like this body that I'm living in. It's very, very powerful. It's a very powerful saying. So to make it a little bit easier to understand, you are your home. You are the only home that you get. Mm -hmm. This is not a home that you are asking the bank for a loan to buy. You can beat it up and do whatever you want to it, sell it in a couple of years and buy a brand new sparkly home. This body that you are in right now is the only one that you get from the time that you enter this world to the time that you leave it. So you need to take care of it. You really do. You really, really need to take care of it. And I hope hearing that, because the first time I heard that and I really like put that into play and like thought about it deeply, Mm -hmm. it hit like a brick wall. And it does because truly we all, whether we like to hear this or not, take our bodies and our life for granted every single day. And it's, it's really sad. We all do it. But when you sit back and you really, really, really realize that this is the only body you get, Mm -hmm. this is it, Mm -hmm. like forever. This is the only body. This is the only brain. You can't switch that out. No. And a lot of the times I think that we forget that in order to be the best mom, for example, because Chantal is a mom to two beautiful little boys, Yeah. that starts with loving yourself oh my goodness i could dive deep into this one for sure and i do know there's quite a few moms that tune in which i love 
And even if you're not a mom, but you surround yourself with family or nieces, nephews, whatever the case may be, it is so important to take care of yourself first. A lot of people or yourself at first may find that sounds very selfish. Mm -hmm. And you may say, well, no, why would I take care of myself first? I need to take care of my kids first. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because this topic really brings me back to a time where I was on Instagram looking at a post and it was a girl around my age, two beautiful boys as well. And she made a massive post about how right now is not her time. Right now is her boy's time. And I read it and I started feeling guilty. Mm -hmm. I started feeling, oh my gosh, I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good enough mom. Because you're paying too much attention to yourself, do you mean? Yeah. And I'm trying and I'm trying to better myself, right? Yeah. In this moment. And yeah. I'm seeing this post and I'm going, Oh my goodness, she's right. It is their time. But then when I took a step back for a minute, I had to eventually unfollow this person on Instagram, not because she was anything negative. She is a lovely person, an amazing mom, and good for her for feeling that way. But sometimes we do. It's part of self-love, let me tell you. We need to remove certain aspects from our life to be the best versions of ourselves. And I don't know if I'm trailing off topic here, but because that made me feel guilty, it shouldn't have. Mm -mm. I may not fully agree with that. I do agree with it at some point. Yes, it's our kids' time to shine. Absolutely. It's their childhood. You know, you're building them from the ground up. But I truly believe to be the best mom, you have to take care of yourself first, no matter what. Because if you leave yourself last, you're not giving your full potential to your children. Exactly. If you are leaving yourself last, you're going to be burnt out. Yes, tired. Well, you're, you're tired starving anyways. starving but... because <laughs> you haven't given yourself time to eat. Absolutely. But think about the difference between, I mean, I haven't been a mom before, so mm -hmm. I can't actually speak to it. But I would imagine if you've had a very stressful day at work, for example, the way that you would come home and speak to your kids that are mom, 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 mom is going to be very different after a very stressful day of work than it would be coming home from the spa. You're going to have a lot more patience for them after 100%. something like that. Oh my gosh, absolutely. And we're still always going to have those days where we're like, Ah, mm -hmm. you know, like feeling overwhelmed and feeling stressed out. And we always have so much on our plates, but we really need to like take a step back and look at our busy schedules and pencil in some alone time. Exactly. Pencil. I'm not saying you have to go to the spa by any means. Hey, that can be pretty expensive. Yeah, I mean, do it. <laughs> do it if you can for sure. No, but, but like, I just it mean. It doesn't even have to be the spa. Like I actually was feeling very overwhelmed. What, Meg? Like maybe a month ago, mm -hmm. I would say. And I was chatting with Meg and it was a beautiful day. Nothing was really wrong, but I felt that overwhelming, heavy feeling. And I'm like, you know what, Meg? Like, I'm craving alone time. Mm -hmm. I just want to be alone. Like, mm -hmm. I'm so excited to see my boys after school, but like, I think I'm going to put them to bed and take my journal and go to Starbucks by myself. Mm -hmm. And I actually know, let me correct myself. I didn't say I think I'm going to do this. I said I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Thinking in my head, I'm not actually going to do it. Sounds amazing, but yeah, I'm not actually you wish going you could to do. do it. And she responded to me saying, you need to do that. And mm -hmm. Meg said, you need to go. Go. Go to Starbucks alone. Take your journal. Have some alone time. There's nothing wrong with that. And I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's a lot easier for me on the outside being yeah. able to look at you and say like, Chantal, you are going to be the best mom to those boys if you give yourself 30 minutes at Starbucks. Yeah, and maybe it is easier for you to say, but you have no idea how like much I needed that. Mm-hmm. You know, like Rye came home from work and I told him immediately like, I'm going to go to Starbucks tonight and probably go browse winners. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's go. I'll go with you. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to go by myself. I love you so much. Yeah, but like seriously, I said, I told Meg today I'm craving alone time. He's like, okay. And thank goodness he's so good with that. Like he knows I I thrive off a little bit of independence and, you know, I need Mm -hmm. that alone time sometimes. And he was like, you do you. Go. Yeah. Go nuts and I'll put the kids to bed and whatever else. And I just want to say how important – that is to do that once in a while. Absolutely. And on the point that you mentioned about how you needed me to tell you that you needed to go, otherwise you wouldn't have done it. I think something huge that can help you in your self-love journey is surrounding yourself with supportive people. If you're constantly surrounded by people that are picking themselves apart, speaking negatively about their friends or people they say are their friends themselves. Yeah, you're going to do that. You will become that person. There is no way you can't. Exactly. Like if Meg would have responded and been like, seriously, Chantal, like you need to your spend mom. more time with yeah. your boys. <laughs> what do you mean you want to go to Starbucks on your own? I would have been like, holy shit, I will never say that to you again. You're right. Yeah. I I, I am a terrible mom for thinking that. But, really? but then we had the opposite. Do you remember a couple days ago when you were going to the gym and you had yes. sent me a message so about let me tell the story? <laughs> I was so excited to go to the gym mm-hmm. the next day, and I knew Meg was going in the morning while she was thinking of it, and I was messaging her, being like, "I worked late that night. I didn't see the boys. Ryan had put them to bed, and I was like, Meg." I'm kind of feeling no motivation to go to the gym tomorrow. I really want to. I really want that feeling of post-workout. But I really miss the boys and I'm not going to be able to see them until Thursday night because I work all day Thursday. And I didn't hear back from her that night. I got up at 5 in the morning, put my gym clothes on, started my car, and off I went. And I saw that Meg had voice noted me. I think it was very late that night. I was the night before, sleeping. yeah. Yeah. So I listened to it and she just goes, Chantal, like, spend your morning with the boys if you feel like you're going to miss them. Like, I do miss them mm-hmm. so much. I'm, you're right. Mm-hmm. And I turned around halfway to the gym, went to the Tim Hortons drive-thru, grabbed a delicious coffee. The boys were still sleeping. I only got to see them for 10 minutes in the morning. But let me tell you, I was so happy. I took that 10 minutes. I had the full hour to get back to work emails, prep some Instagram posts, all that fun stuff that I do love and enjoy. My younger son woke up and saw me in the morning. He's like, mommy, I missed you. And I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) this is it right here, you know? So seeing him and my older son for 10 minutes in the morning, that was self-love. Exactly. That was self-love. I'm sure this can probably feel a little bit confusing because at the beginning of the episode, we, we were talking about how self-love is sometimes doing the things you don't want to do. Right. So yeah. how is all of a sudden not going to the gym to spend 10 minutes at home Good with point. your boys Good point. Um, still self-love? And I think that's where doing something that will make future you happy comes in mm. hand. So you seeing your boys for 10 minutes that morning 
makes your entire day. Absolutely. Makes you feel so much better for the entire day. But if you're laying in bed and you're thinking about, I'm going to sleep in instead of going to the gym this morning, that's not a decision that is going to make future you happy. Let me promise you, when you are, that day is coming to an end, I can almost guarantee you're going to be like, ugh, I should have just gone to the gym and got my workout in this morning. Exactly. It's all about really listening to and understanding yourself and knowing when you're trying to talk yourself out of something and knowing when you really do need that rest. And that's exactly it. And any mom listening again, like like Meg said, that can get very confusing. And I was confused. I just experienced this last week and I have been into fitness anyways strongly for the past three years and into mantras and manifesting and all of these great, amazing things for only a few months. Mm -hmm. So I was very confused last week. I don't get me wrong. I'm not choosing the gym over my boys or whatever the case may be. I know I have goals in my fitness life and I will only achieve those goals if I go to the gym. But I also know that going to the gym that morning when I really missed the boys, I A, wouldn't have gotten a good workout in and I B, wouldn't have given my clients at work I'm a hairstylist, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know. I wouldn't have given them the best of my ability because I would have felt so sad from missing my boys. Mm -hmm. And I was on a high that day when I decided not to go to the gym and just see Lincoln and Logan for freaking 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's the gym that will give you that high. Oh, yeah. It's, well, it's, like it's a lot of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> it's so about understanding your needs. That's exactly it's it. It's about loving yourself. Because every other day of the week, I get up at 5.30 in the morning and I can go to the gym, no problem. Mm -hmm. And I don't, it may sound bad, but I don't feel guilty for not seeing the boys in the morning then. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And there I isn't. think there is such a difficulty with managing training mm -hmm. and being a mom. Mm -hmm. They're working full time and... It's tricky, mm -hmm. but I know me getting my butt up early in the morning is best for me to go to the gym at that time because they're still sleeping. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't see them for the 10 minutes in the morning, but I get all night with them. Mm -hmm. If I were to go to the gym at night and I put them to bed, well, now I'm not getting to the gym till 9 o'clock at night. And to me, for me, that just doesn't work for my schedule. So I, I don't feel guilty when I go to the gym in the morning, only if I haven't seen them for a a few days. Mm -hmm. That's fair. <laughs> so how do you – tell us a little bit more about mom guilt because I feel like – This is a fun topic this, to touch on. Absolutely. And yeah. I feel like showing yourself self-love as a mother has to be one of the hardest times. It really I, is. This does qualify for any relationship in your life. You will be a better person to your partner if you show yourself self-love. You will do better at your job if you show yourself self-love, all of these things. But I feel daughter, like... A better sister, a better brother, a better husband, everything. Anything. Yeah. This will work for any relationship in your life. But I think that it's probably struggled with the most being a mom, if I had to guess. I would fully agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a funny situation, I would say. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. And it may sound very strange to a lot of you moms out there. Or even those that aren't moms. Like, I'm sure you can put yourself in that position when my boys were first born and when they were little 
I find usually that's where a lot of mom guilt happens when you first start going out again or, you know, I have a lot of people that sit in my chair for the first time since their baby was born and they're just constantly looking at the clock being like, ooh, when are we going to be done? I just need to go home. Like, I feel so like guilty. Like, I'm missing these missing moments them. of my son's I or daughter's life. I feel guilty because I'm leaving them with her, my husband, I'm leaving them with my parents, whatever the case may be. And... It does take a lot for me to just admit this, but when my boys were little, I didn't experience mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Which I think there's nothing wrong with, but I can tell just by your face that it's that something I, that it's you like feel like you shouldn't be able to say. Yeah, absolutely. I don't admit that to many people. So it's, I didn't at all, like at all. I would go And that with, to me is something to so be admired. So it's hard. Like I'm, I'm very fortunate when the boys were little, like Ryan would have no problem watching them. I, I mean, of course, he's their father, but unfortunately, some sometimes it's a different situation. Mm-hmm. He would encourage me to go out and, you know, go get my nails done, go take care of myself, go to the gym or whatever the case may be. Actually, I didn't go to the gym at that time, but <laughs> <laughs> he would have. Whatever. Go to, the gym, girl- yes, go to the, my girlfriend's house or go have a glass of wine with so-and-so and whatever else. So I didn't feel guilty because I truly knew how much I needed it too. Mm-hmm. Like my boys were not good sleepers. They did not sleep. I had them very young. I was only 21 when I had Lincoln. That That is a baby. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I don't think any of us do anyways, but all my friends were living their best lives and I was in an apartment at the time like cooped up and I was exhausted and I was like, oh my gosh, I just need like a walk around Walmart. Like that's mm-hmm. all I would beg for, like mm-hmm. honestly. And when I would do that, I would feel happiness. I never felt guilty. Mm-hmm. And I would love to just say for like new moms especially or people that are expecting, we don't need to feel guilty, at, especially at I, first. Like, I think this ties, this circles all the way back to around yourself with supportive people. 100%. Because – you were so fortunate to have a husband mm-hmm. that encouraged you to take time for yourself yes. and told you you were doing a good job yes. and you deserve this. You deserve to be away from your boys for a bit and to yeah. go have some new time. But if you were with a partner that was shaming you for doing those things. That's a whole different situation. Then right? that's- your mentality is now, this is why you have I, – I, bet that's why you don't have mom guilt is because you were so fortunate to have and I I really truly am blessed and fortunate to say I had a a village like my mom and my mother-in-law and my grandma like they are man they're they're (laughs) deserve the world incredible women all three of them deserve the freaking world and my sister-in-law Vanessa too like she would literally have so much going on and drop anything to just take Lincoln for the day or check in on me and she still does that you know like mm-hmm. they all do all mm-hmm. th- four of those women are like that's my village for my motherhood mm-hmm. and that's a huge reason why I don't feel mom guilt mind you <laughs> I specified that I didn't feel mom guilt when my boys were little I don't feel mom guilt right now necessarily but I just I feel sadness for them g- growing up mm-hmm. so it's a different feeling but being on this journey is so freaking cool Mm -hmm. to bring on to them. Yeah. Like how we mentioned Mel Robbins earlier, Mm -hmm. right? She has another amazing thing she does is the high five. Yeah. 
High-fiving yourself. High-fiving yourself in the mirror in the morning. And I've brought that on to my boys. Like, they give themselves a high-five in the morning and they don't know what they're doing. They just – But how fun for them to do. freaking Yeah. How fun is it for us to do that? Anyone. Anyone. Freaking high-five yourself. It's so Mm -hmm. cool. And, you know, I I teach them breathing exercises or I teach them ways to cope with feeling nervous or – and it's cool to watch their little brains soak this up Mm -hmm. and, like – see it work when i when i kiss them goodnight to bed i make them repeat i am handsome i am kind i love that i'm amazing and then i get them to think of one thing to tell me so think of one more thing and they'll say i'm funny or yeah i'm a <laughs> that good they are. and it's like that's so sweet it's something so little yeah but the fact that they're thinking of this themselves exactly. they're picking up something and repeating this to themselves exactly they'll believe that and they already do. They it's something do. you've asked them to pick out themselves. This is something that they feel is good about them. Exactly. Exactly. And children honestly are such a great example of loving yourself mm-hmm. because look at any child. They don't ever – they are rightfully so all obsessed with themselves. We all need to be more like children. We do. They never come home from school and feel embarrassed about what they said to Timmy. Never. And And – Guys, like my younger son, Meg, you know, like you should just see what he chooses to wear to school. It is hilarious. He but loves getting dressed in oh the morning. Gosh, he'll wear track pants with Hawaiian shorts on top and maybe a skeleton hat. Like he And he struts. And he is confident. Oh, he loves it. So the moral of that <laughs> pointer is, you know, we need to act more like children. We need to believe in ourselves. We need to remember that. We are worthy of all of this. And and not only that, but believe in yourself for your children. Believe in yourself for your children. They are. They see you. I saw, I'm not sure if anybody's on TikTok, but unfortunately (laughs) I spend way too much of my life on there. But I just saw this TikTok recently the other day of a woman who had the most beautiful freckles. She was, she, her face was covered in them. They were gorgeous. She was taking off very thick foundation that covered them entirely. So you couldn't tell that she had them until she was wiping it off. And she was wiping it off and crying because her daughter was in the bathroom putting foundation on her face because she watches her mom cover up her freckles every day. So she just thought, I want to be like, mom, I'm going to go cover up all my freckles. And it's just like my heart, you know? But you don't realize how much they're listening and how much they're watching and paying attention. Exactly. So yeah. It's it's so true. It's very powerful, everything that we're doing in front of them, right? Mm -hmm. So definitely take yourself on those dates. If For you're a sure. mom or not, go date yourself. Go to Starbucks. Go on dates with yourself. I think it's so important. Like truly, and another thing is that I do to practice self-love is when I'm sad or I'm having a really, really rough day or a rough moment, I pull out my journal and I write a letter to myself. Mm-hmm. And for example, it'll say, you are amazing. You are going through a rough time right now. I recognize that. You are valid to feel these feelings that you're feeling, but you are going to be okay. Mm-hmm. There is light over this bridge, I promise you, and everything's always better in the morning, and everything will be okay. I love you, and have a great sleep. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually write it at nighttime. And I remember the first time doing it, I felt so silly writing it. Just like the mantras, you feel silly. But afterwards, I was like, wow, it's almost like you're writing a letter to like your childhood self, you know, like your 
your little version of you and you sometimes we get lost and we forget that we are humans and mm-hmm. we are a person and we're going to make mistakes and we're going to have hiccups and we're going to have hard times and even through this beautiful journey there's going to be rough days but there, it's going to be okay absolutely yeah it's going to be okay and another important thing i i want to quickly touch on is that we we all have massive goals we all have massive ambitions if you don't right now i strongly recommend learning a bit about yourself and what you love and setting some big goals for yourself because it fills you with such purpose. But you can't obtain these goals and live the life that you have always wanted to live if you hate yourself. People that hate themselves don't work their butt off to have their dream life. That's right. They don't work their butt off to be a millionaire if that's your goal. They don't work their butt off to drive a Lamborghini, whatever it may be, even if it's not that big of a goal. Yeah. I even love baby goals. Like exactly. little baby goals are my favorite because in the moment they feel more realistic. Mm-hmm. And you have to work towards getting them. Mm-hmm. You really, really, it's not magic. No. Nope. You're not going to be like, I'm going to just close my eyes here, Meg, and I'm going to wish for my dream car mm-hmm. and it'll be in my driveway in a few weeks. No. It doesn't work like that. Like you have to get out of bed. You have to do the things you don't want to do. You to have achieve these goals. To love yourself and to believe that you are worthy You're of worthy. these things you in order to it. want to work hard enough to achieve them. And the base of it all, the core of all of this is self-love. It is. You it have is. to love yourself. It's no, going it to really change your will. Life. And like we were saying earlier, baby steps mm-hmm. because it can be very overwhelming we can't, we're, you're going to have bad days. We all do. It's for human beings and it's normal. But like I said, fill that cup of water in front of your coffee maker. Mm-hmm. I can thank Tori for that. And your body will thank you. And that is self-love. Oh, Tori is our trainer, I should yeah, say. <laughs> I should touch on that story. Every, we love you, Tori. I know you're going to so be listening much. to this. Yes. You guys but, will all meet her at one point. She's definitely going to be on here. A hundred percent. And if you're kind of feeling overwhelmed after today's episode and don't know where to start, we both encourage to go to the dollar store, grab really beautiful pens and a beautiful journal and open it up, write the date down and write five small things that you could do. To improve self-love. Yeah. So like drink your water, mm-hmm. get some sleep, yeah. you know? Five things that is going to make future you happy. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly it. And another big part of self-love as well is doing the things that you say you're going to do. So if you tell yourself you're going to clean the kitchen before you go to bed, you you have to do it. You're, you have to hold that promise yes. to yourself because that's what builds self-confidence. I was just going to say that. You have to hold that promise to yourself. And that's what builds trust within yourself. Exactly. Too. You have to follow through with the things you're going to say because otherwise you won't trust yourself. And you'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I want to clean the kitchen, but I know I'm not going to do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to just do it. Yeah. And, and doing that will build the confidence yes, to absolutely. know that you'll do it the next time you want to clean the kitchen that night. And it will make you want to so bad because you'll remember how good you felt after doing it. Exactly. So remember that self-love isn't selfish. (laughs) It is not selfish. So for anyone that is feeling stuck or overwhelmed with all this information and doesn't quite know where to start and just needs a little bit of advice or 
anything, please feel free to reach out to Meg and I on our Instagram account. It is at Mind to Muscle Podcast. And we are always an open door, an open invitation for all of you. Mm -hmm. We love chatting about all things. Even if you just want to send us a DM to say, hey. Oh, yeah. We're here. Those are welcome. Absolutely. And truly, every single one of you who reached out to us with any sort of feedback from our last episode, thank you. I can't even, yeah. Meg and I would send each other the messages bawling our eyes out. like Truly crying. Not, I know that sounds dramatic. No, but. no. It was, it was emotional. You guys really hit us in all the right spots. Like the fact that a lot of you just went for a walk because you listened to our podcast was moving to us. And the amount of people that felt comfortable sharing their stories and yes. their struggles with us yes. just from listening to our podcast. <sighs> it was incredible. And please keep doing that because you guys are our why. You guys are our purpose. We want to encourage you. We want to be your best friends in this journey. We are here for you for any support. Even if you just are having a bad day and you're like, you know what? I want to give up. I don't want to do this anymore. We will show you Mm -hmm. how to turn that mindset around. So please never hesitate to reach out. We love chatting with you guys. Mm -hmm. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, we wanted to close this one off with some mantras that are really important to us. Yeah. That will be a great place to start for anybody that is feeling lost right now and loving themselves. If you are already super deep into your self-love journey. These are also great to follow along with. Absolutely. like we were saying earlier, you can say them out loud. You can say them in your head. You can even write them down. You could write them down. But if these you are our to. favorites. They're very powerful to us, and we hope they help you too. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of love. I deserve success. I deserve success. I am doing the best I can. I am doing the best I can. It's okay to feel what I need to feel. It's okay to feel what I need to feel. I am strong and I am worthy. I am strong and I am worthy. 